Welcome to the Football Fridays in Georgia podcast on Georgia Public Broadcasting. It's the last week of September, first week of fall, which means absolutely nothing here in the state of Georgia. We're here to talk about everything high school football. I'm John Nelson at GPB Sports coming to you from our studios in Atlanta. Here with me is me compadre Tommy Palmer from the borough. What is up? Oh, man, it's all good. I'm hoping for a little cooler weather. What about you, sir? Uh, I think that's going to come in the year 2026, so we'll <laughs> we'll get gassed up for that in just a sec. Let's talk about the weekend that was before we get into the weekend that will be, and let's start with the game on Football Fridays. Colquitt and Grayson, a statement by the Packers. A statement definitely by the Packers, and a statement by Rush Propes, who was on my radio show immediately afterwards. The man makes great halftime adjustments. I, I watched the first half, and I was just very surprised. I, I watched a portion after I finished my show uh, when I went home to watch the rebroadcast of said uh, said game, and, and the second half was more of the same. Uh, Colquitt County was in shutdown mode uh, through the last three quarters of that game it that the the whole complexion changed it did and i think when they forced grayson to try to beat them through the air and found pressure and dialed it up from a bunch of different directions i think that uh the folks in Cockwood saw something and they capitalized on it and made it a long day for jacory jones and grayson grayson now with an off week before they head into region schedule there were a couple of other games that you can just identify by one name and let's start with Wintersville and travis tisdale had a night Oh, definitely. Six touchdowns over 400 yards rushing. And Travis Tisdale didn't just start this. He was great a year ago. And and I think that was a statement game by Lowndes. Hey, don't forget about us. They're holding up their hand in Valdosta in Lowndes. Uh, Don't forget about Lowndes when you start talking about 7A championships. And I think that was a statement game for uh, Coach Mack and the Vikings, in my opinion. And then we come up to Central Georgia, and the most important guy at the MAC is the fire marshal, and we've known right. the fire marshal in years past. Northside and Warner Robins go at it, and not a surprise that it went down to the end. It, it always does. What, 37-34, yeah. wasn't the final yeah. three-pointer? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, just another day in paradise in middle Georgia at McConnell Talbert when Warner Robins plays Northside. Both of them very good football teams, and I think both of them ha- have a shot at uh, their region titles, of course. All right. Now, there was one game that kind of piqued our interest with teams in Gwinnett County, and this one was back and forth early between Buford and Archer, but then Andy Dyer and Team 12, if my math is right, put the pedal down in the second half. You're going to have to mention Archer when you talk about possible 7A champions as well. This is a really good Buford football team that they beat on Friday night. It was not just a loss for Buford. This was ugly, 48-24. When's the last time Buford's been beat that soundly? Can you remember? No, I can't. And it was uh, it was a game that was competitive in the 20s, and then Archer just seemed to flip the switch and get the Duke by putting up a big number there in the second half. There were a couple of close calls that I know that you wanted to get into. One, we got to kind of peek in on a red zone with Carrollton and East Paulding, and Cartersville survives against Cedartown. 
Wow. And both these games were close at the half, close at the third quarter mark. Carrollton 24, East Paulding 21, Cartersville 21, Cedartown 20. And I think both of these games might have been letdown games after big games for, for both of these football teams. And I think that was the case. And you're going to have them. We have you can't stay on top of the mountain the entire year every game can't be a sec west kind of affair you have to have some of those games where you're going to play a close game and you just breathe deeply when the game when the final whistle blows and you say we survived that and uh, these were probably not the best games that Carrollton and Cartersville have played but uh, very likely the best that East Paulding and Cedartown's played played this year and there are a handful of other games that I want to kind of poke into and just kind of get your vibe as to what your takeaways are Marietta went up to DC and lost 21-14 but they're still Marietta so we're keeping an eye on them Ashley Henderson and Thomas County Central they uh, Saw the hammer coming, and they matched it with one of their own, knocking off Brooks County. Troop continues their hot hand with Tanner Glisson, knocking off an undefeated until last Friday night Chapel Hill team. Milan Turner continues with veterans with another win. And then Ware County and Glen Academy, those five games also kind of poke their head out to me as well. Yeah, they're all really big games. Let me go back to uh, the Thomas County Central thing. And, and you know, I'm privy to this since my son Jay is a member of the coaching staff at Early County. And, and Thomas County Central took them to the woodshed in the first game. But a lot of people don't realize that certain players who miss the, the game due to injury uh, play a big part in that. I think Thomas County Central's on a roll here. Uh, I, I really think Ashley's got a chance to have a really good football team. If you beat Brooks County, I don't care what league you're in. Yeah. If you beat a Brooks County, you're a good football team. Maurice uh, uh, down there at... uh, Yeah, Maurice Freeman, uh, yeah. Yeah, Maurice Freeman. uh, I'm going to tell you, they bring the hammer every time Mm -hmm. they play. And uh, if you beat a Brooks County... Home or away, it's yeoman's work. And and I just think Thomas County Central is a lot better football team than most people really, really think they are. Now, as far as Marietta is concerned, this is a team that lost, they were what last year? Eight and five? So don't be surprised. What are they now? One and four or one and five? They're one and four heading into their next matchup. They have a bye week this week. But remember, those four are games against Rome, which was Nintendo. Then you had Mm -hmm. a loss against Grayson. You've got a loss against a team in D.C. So this is heavyweight stuff that Marietta is doing early on in the year in their non-region schedule. Well, I would be willing to bet that they are now at midseason and they are about to remount and reload and make some people's lives miserable coming (laughs) down the stretch. That's my opinion about Marietta. I'm right there with you. And once again, you keep an eye on Tanner Glisson and Troop. I think a lot of folks are going to be keeping an eye on some of the games that we're going to be talking about in the upcoming week. And we'll get into Troop and who they're going to go after. Milan Turner just keeps right on rolling. Well, I tell you what, Milan Turner can coach. He's proved it at every stop, whether he be 
a head football coach, or an assistant. And this was a key win for that program. They beat a good Perry team at Perry. Perry is no joke. Uh, Alex Smith, the coach there now, they were 4-0 and going in. That one went down to the wire. I look for veterans to be in the hunt in, in, in that league that they're in. This this is a good football team. Milan Turner is a great head coach, and he has surrounded himself with top-notch assistants. And veterans is playing with like there's no tomorrow. And when you play like your hair's on fire, you're in good shape. If they can keep the momentum, boy, this is going to be a special story. Definitely with the Warhawks, as they're calling themselves this season, the Dirty Birds. Now let's get into the week that will be. And single A, there there are a lot of off weeks going on, but there are some really cool matchups that are a part of the week that will be. And the first stop that I want to take is in single A in the 378 war with Lincoln County and Washington Wilkes. (laughs) Washington Wilkes goes to Buddy Bufford. Well, I, I said, you know, I'm not going to circle that because John's going to bring it mm-hmm. up. And I didn't even circle it because I knew you were going to mention it. And <laughs> this is another one of those great games where you can throw out the records. This is one of these heated, hated rival games. And uh, it, it's going to be a good one. Could be a shootout between these two football teams. But it, it it's always a great football game, John. And you always bring it up. I've known you for 15 years plus, And you have. 20- never hesitated to mention this game when we talk. Well, and Larry Campbell, the legendary head coach of Lincoln County, he says, you know, I just don't like the term. But, you know, I understand it. And then all of the wives' tales about sheriff's deputies camped out at the county line to kind of slow the visitors and and make their life a little difficult so they get to the game a little late. I love those kind of of tales that you hear, whether there's any kind of truth to them or not. Single A also has Athens Academy. Academy and Prince Avenue, Mount Pisgah, Mount Perrin, Eagles Landing, Christian at Wesleyan, and then in the region of doom, Charlton at Irwin. That uh, is going to be fun, and there are several reasons that we will not mention why (laughs) this one's going to be fun. We're not going to rehash that situation. We'll let them rehash it on the field Friday night. Needless to say, one of the best football games in the state of Georgia, and I will... uh, be a part of that on our pregame show. That's one of Tommy's takes this week. So I'm sure John's Georgia will touch on that one. Sort of. Yes, sort of. We'll kind of just sit there and I, I will, I've won the toss. I'll defer. I'll let you talk about it. And Tommy's takes uh, a couple of other games in central Georgia and East Georgia. You've got Dublin and Bleckley with what Von Lasseter's doing with the Royals Burke and Statesboro's another one to keep an eye on. And then up in Athens, Cedar Shoals and Clark central. You can't go wrong. You know, two years ago, I think y'all went down at GPB and, and, and did that football game. That's another one of those crosstown rivalry games. And and both teams are getting better every year. Not that they went anywhere, but they were challenging many years there. Every year you could put them in the conversation for a championship. And I think both programs are getting much better. And that should be a dandy game in uh, Athens on, on Friday night. And we mentioned Troop and Tanner Glisson with what they're doing down there in LaGrange. Troop and Sandy Creek this week. This one, you know, we talked about where Troop and Chapel Hill. Chapel Hill goes to Troop and, and then Kobe Benson puts up an astronomical number, more like Nintendo kind of stuff as well. But now Troop mm-hmm. gets Sandy Creek. Well, you know, Sandy Creek kind of got out of the conversation with the coaching change a year ago. Yep. But boy, they're right back in there now. You need to mention them anytime you talk about region championships. But 
goodness gracious, what Troop has done in the past two or three years is just amazing. And, uh, you know, we we may need, if Troop keeps doing this, we may need a third number on the scoreboards across the state. No doubt about it. And there are some uh, other couple of games in 6A and 7A that I want to get into here. Let's start in 6A. You've got Hoko and Warner Robins the week after Red School Blue School. So that one's on the board. And also Lee at Thompson. So uh, Dean Fabrizio and Lee County make the long road trip. Well, it's a long road trip, and it is at the Brickyard. Home field advantage, Thompson. Uh, the thought of this one with Thompson, they're going to need a home field advantage. Yep. This is a really good Lee County football team that has proved that it can play anywhere. But I tell you this, I know from experience, I've broadcast from there several times, when they start playing that touchdown song with the band at, uh, at, the, at the Brickyard, you kind of get chills because they, if you're not careful, they can really light up the scoreboard there at the Brickyard. Going to be a great game. I think it's going to be one of the best in the state. All right, then to go to 7A, and we'll focus on Region 1 here and the games that will be as we hit the two-minute warning. Tift and Bainbridge, a sneaky good game to me. Lounds and Ware, because you know that Franklin Stevens will play anywhere any place, anytime. And coming off of the win over Glen Academy, Glen Academy is now going to play Camden, who had an off week last week. So three games out of Region 1-7A that are going to mean something. Camden is back. Bank on it. They're going to be a factor in the region race. Uh, I don't think the power points are going to make any difference. They're probably going to make the playoffs. That's just my opinion. Uh, Memorial Stadium on a Friday night. What a beautiful place to watch a football game. Not so much if you're the visiting team. So I also think Tift and Bainbridge is going to be a good football game. That's one of those old rivalry games, and you're going to have to throw out the records there because nobody really knows what's going to happen. But, boy, what a great week for high school football in the state of Georgia. Any other games that you've circled or any other takeaways and giveaways that you have here as we're in the final minute as we're running the hurry-up offense? I'm just uh, not so sure, John, that defenses have yet caught up with the offenses. No particular games, but boy, teams are still scoring just a bushel basket full of points. And, you know, I thought for a while that uh, a lot of teams would be putting their defensive players, their best players on defense, but I just don't think it's going to happen. And we're going to continue to see these outrageous scores, which are really, uh, you know, a, a crowd pleasers, as we say, and it's filling up stadiums all across the state of Georgia. And we'll make sure that we have our bushel baskets ready before all those points that we get on a, a weekly basis. He is Tommy. He is in the borough. I'm John. I'm up here in Atlanta. Do not miss us this Friday on Georgia Public Broadcast. Broadcasting on GPB TV, GPB.org, the GPB Sports app. We're broadcasting from Creekview High School in Cherokee County at 575. Sequoia and Creekview, two teams ranked in the top five in their class. This one is going to be a good one because these kids played in middle school and they're playing now as seniors. This one's going to be fun. That's it for the Football Fridays in Georgia podcast for this week. Thanks to me, amigo, Tommy Palmer. We'd love to hear from you. You can reach us at GPB.org forward slash sports. Subscribe to us anywhere at your favorite podcast. Catchers are found. Our show is produced by Sean Powers. He's in charge of the ones and twos on a weekly basis. Football Fridays in Georgia is a production of Georgia Public Broadcasting. I'm John Nelson. Play it safe, everybody. We'll see you next week.